1: <clears throat> good 15th 2023 it is 6:27 p.m. eastern standard time as we welcome you once again to the WCWS HQ here in Trinity North Carolina as we <coughs> excuse me as we get ready to bring you episode number 338 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show this is, of course, the one and the only WCWUS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is mister WCWUS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we will be bringing you tonight's pop culture news of the day, courtesy of 411 Mania. We will also bring you, of course, some headlines, of course, courtesy of our friends at CNN through the Amazon Echo Dot. We will also, of course, bring you, of course, tonight's pop culture news. A history and birthday report here for this evening As well as of course To get you ready for Revolution Episode 1260 Coming up here of course later tonight We'll bring you some wrestling news Tidbits also courtesy of 411mania.com If you <coughs> Excuse me If you wish to chime in on anything And everything that we have to talk about Here of course here this evening Please feel free of course to give us a call The phone number as always 1-605-562-0444 caller id one four one three eight seven pound and press that one ladies and gentlemen if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here of course this evening it is now officially six twenty nine p m eastern Standard time ladies and gentlemen as we said this is wednesday february fifteenth two thousand twenty three Good to have you here, of course, here with us here tonight. Let us now go ahead and not waste any time here on three thirty-eight of outside the ropes by bringing you, of course, uh, headlines courtesy courtesy of our friends from at uh, CNN. In order to, of course, uh, brain dose to you, we have to access the, the the infamous Amazon Echo Dot, and in order to do so, ladies and gentlemen, I must say the following, Alexa. Current news.
0: Hey, Chad, here's your news. From CNN.
1: This is a CNN breaking news alert for Wednesday, February 15th, 2023 at 3.42 p.m. Eastern Time. Raquel Welch, a veteran actress who rose to fame in the 1960s in the films One Million Years B.C. and Fantastic Voyage, has died, according to a statement provided by her manager. She was 82. Welch died this morning in Los Angeles after a brief illness, the statement said. For more CNN audio news, go to cnn.com audio, cnn.com or the CNN app. This briefing is powered by Rocket Money.
0: Hello, from CNN, I'm Afomo Dike with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, February 15th. There can be no mercy for you, no understanding no second chances. A judge sentenced the 19-year-old white man who killed 10 people in the racist mass shooting at a Buffalo grocery store to life in prison today. You will never see the light of day as a free man ever again. The shooter wrote in a post that he targeted the Topps grocery store because it's in a predominantly Black neighborhood. On May 14th, he shot 13 people. The 10 people who died were all Black he pleaded guilty to a slew of charges in November, including one count of domestic terrorism motivated by hate and 10 counts of first degree murder. At today's hearing, survivors and family members talked about how the shooting changed
1: their lives. I watched you kill my mom. I watched you on the internet. I watched you shoot her once, reload and shoot her again.
0: You didn't shoot her once, but you turned around and shot her two times. So much so that her, her viewing could not even be made by her family. Some mornings I wake up with questions of, why my mother?
1: The hatred that you must have in your heart for Black people, I would never understand.
0: I don't want to understand. During particularly heated testimony, a man in a gray sweatshirt lunged at the shooter. He was blocked by security and won't face any charges. The shooter cried and apologized for his actions that day. I did a terrible thing that day.
1: I shot and killed people because they were Black. And now I can't take it back, but I wish I could. And I don't want anyone to be inspired by me and what I did.
0: He still faces federal charges which carry the potential for the death penalty. Miraculous survival stories are still being discovered more than a week after a massive earthquake hit Turkey and Syria. According to Turkey's state-run news agency, today rescuers pulled a 77-year-old woman from the rubble. The agency says another woman survived with her two children. Istanbul Municipality says a 13-year-old boy was also found alive. More than 41,000 people have been killed tens of thousands injured. Among the missing is Ghanaian soccer star Christian Atsu. His agent tells CNN that two of his shoes were found in a room where he was staying in Turkey, but there's been no other sign of Atsu. This week, President Joe Biden could address the public regarding the suspected Chinese spy balloon, an object shot down over North America. That's according to two sources familiar with the matter, U.S. intelligence officials are assessing the possibility the Chinese spy balloon's path over the U.S. was accidental and whether it was diverted off course by strong winds, according to multiple people briefed on the intelligence. Sources say U.S. officials tracked the balloon as it made its way across the Pacific. They believed it would head towards Guam, where it would probably try to surveil military sites on the island. But the balloon went north unexpectedly and crossed into Alaska before eventually being shot down off the coast of South Carolina. Here's what Democratic Senator Bob Menendez had to say ahead of a classified briefing on the matter.
1: Whether or not it uh, was purposeful or was deviated by wind patterns is something the Chinese are still responsible for. They're doing this in Latin America at different sites. So the Chinese are actually engaging in using these spy balloons over sovereign countries and it has to be called out for that and there should be consequences for it.
0: The justice department has decided not to charge Congressman Matt Gates in a sex trafficking investigation. That's what a source familiar with the matter told CNN. Gates was accused of paying for sex, including with women who were younger than 18 years old. He has repeatedly denied any wrongdoing. In September, prosecutors recommended that charges not be brought against Gates because of questions over whether key witnesses would be perceived as credible before a jury. The DOJ declined to comment. Coming up, I'm sort of the original reluctant sex symbol. A veteran actress has died. (laughs) Take steps to make your business dreams a reality with Shopify. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Packed with industry leading tools ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control of your business and your brand. From templates that make site design simple to customizations that let you grow at your pace. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash news, shopify.com slash news. Welcome back. Actress Raquel Welch died this morning at age 82. Her manager said she passed away in Los Angeles after a brief illness. Welch rose to fame in the 1960s, acting in movies like Fantastic Voyage and One Million Years B.C. Even though she was seen as a sex symbol, she said she never felt that way. Actually, I think it was one of the probably loveliest and most glamorous and rather fortunate misunderstandings that ever happened. That's all for now. Join us again at 10 p.m. Eastern.
1: Alexis stop. We do, of course, as always, thank our friends at CNN for, for allowing us to, of course, play these stories each and every Wednesday evening. We also, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, definitely, <laughs> definitely of course uh, highly recommend the Amazon echo dot of course whenever you're not near your computer or your smartphone you can always use this to keep track of your news your weather uh, also of course help out with projects of course for your for, uh, for for your child at school also for a work project or of course a job interview and other <clears throat> and other of course uh, uh, um unique uses indeed also of course keep in mind ladies and gentlemen you can also use this to keep track of anything that you order off of amazon.com it will let you know of course um, if it's left of course its origin place and where it is exactly before eventually arriving at your at the final destination which of course be your home or business be sure to of course check out the amazon echo dot here today a very very useful research device and the preferred research tool of the wcws radio network <clears throat> and now ladies and gentlemen let's check in with our friends at 411mania.com to see what sort of stories they of course uh have in terms of pop culture of course here for us tonight we do as always the radio network is always think our thanks our friends at 411mania.com <clears throat> allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows in addition to right here on outside the Ropes, also of course here on revolution wolfpack uh raw radio as well as of course power hour wrestling revisited wrestling debate wcws this morning as well as of course sports machine and also we hope to get a lot more of our a lot more of our uh shows up and going here in 2023 That is, of course, a primary goal here in the radio network. And we'll definitely utilize 411 Mania for all your stories, of course, in terms of pop culture, wrestling, and other sources. Our first story, of course, coming in here tonight. As Jeremy Thomas posted this story last night as Thaddeus Ross is set to it will be the United States president in Captain America New World Order. Harrison Ford is taking over Thaddeus Ross in the MCU and he starts with Captain America New World New World Order where Ross is the is the president of the United States. Kevin Feige confirmed the rumor in an interview with Entertainment Weekly that Ross will be president of the United States in the forthcoming movie. This is certainly a big part for Thaddeus Ross' speech says he's the president of the United States in the film. And With Harrison, you think about Air Force One, you think about some of his confrontations with the president including clearing present danger. There's a dynamic between President Ross and Sam Wilson. They have a history together, but in this film, we'll be seeing the dynamic between Captain America and the president of the United States in a way that is just incredible. Ford took over the role of Ross following... William Hurt's passing in March of last year. He's also set to reprise that role in Thunderbolts, which will release on July 26, 2024, just over two months after Captain America, New World Order, which will arrive on May third, two thousand 2024. So it'll be a little while before this movie will, of course, come out. But, of course, (coughs) it will be, of course, a big time It'll definitely be, of course, here a big time thing whenever we finally get a chance to, to take a look, of course, at Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, in this role here for the first time. Speaking of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, ladies and gentlemen, our next, our our next story, of course, does deal with another element of that. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here last night as Emma Corrin joins the cast of Deadpool three. Emmy nominee Emma Corrin has joined the cast of Deadpool 3 and will reportedly play the film's villain. Ryan Reynolds took to Twitter to announce that Corrin, who earned an Emmy nod playing Princess Diana on the show The Crown, will be a part of the upcoming film alongside Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Reynolds wrote the following, New addition to the family, the Deadpool family for clarity, which is just like a real family except with less swearing. Welcome, Emma Corrin. Deadline reports that she will be playing the villain of the film. The witch villain is not yet known. Corin previously played in the DC Universe. They appeared in the first season of Pennyworth. Deadpool 3 is set to release on November eighth, twenty 2024, and we'll see Jackman reprise his role of Wolverine. Of course, you can check out, of course, that tweet from Ryan Reynolds by going to his Twitter account at VanCityReynolds which he posted of course here yesterday if you wish to go back and check that out so of course next year of course will be the year obviously of course once again of the marvel cinematic universe but we are we are definitely of course here ladies and gentlemen looking forward to seeing to seeing all that Jeremy Thomas posted this story last night as we have a first look at Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix in Joker Faladu. Todd Phelps has shared the first look of Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix together in Joker Faladu. The director posted the Instagram with a production still of the two stars, of course. You can hear it is right here. The sequel to the 2019 hit sees Phoenix and... Zazie Beats returned to the roles they played in the original, alongside Gaga as Harleen Quinzel, uh, as well as of course Catherine Keener, Brendan Gleeson, and Jacob Laughlin. Plot details have yet to be revealed about the film, which Phillips co-wrote with Scott Silver, it is set to release on October fourth, twenty twenty-four. You of course you can of course check out this Instagram from Todd Phillips, of course for a little bit more details, of course, about the Joker sequel. Our next story, of course, we spoke about him just a little while, just a moment ago. Jeremy Thomas posted this story on, I do believe this was, uh, let's see, let's see, on Sunday, I believe, let's see, yeah, let me see, give me just a second here, let's see. Yeah, it was on Sunday as Harrison Ford rides again in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny Super Bowl spot. Harrison Ford is back in action in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and the Super Bowl spot is officially online. Lucasfilm released a big game ad for the upcoming film, which will feature in- Indy having run ins with Mad Mickelson's villain Jurgen Waller as well as his goddaughter Helena who is played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. The film was directed by James Mangold and stars Ford, of course, Waller-Bridge, as was Antonio Banderas, John Rhys-Davies, Seanette Renee Wilson, Thomas Kretschmann, Toby Jones, Boyd Holbrook, Oliver Richters, Ethan Isidore, and Mads Mickelson. It will open on June the 30th. And, of course, I believe we do have, of course, the we do, have, of course, have the uh, uh, Super Bowl. I'm, I think we're trying to get it up here. Give you know, us just a second here, folks. If you would like to, of course, prep this to, to post on one of our pages here. Ah, here we go. Uh, We will we will post this, of course. Here, this super the Super Bowl ad for the new Indiana Jones movie. We did we will post that in the Entertainment Cavalcade page. So everybody will go, be able to go back and take a look at it. Speaking of, of course, some uh, speaking of Super Bowl right here. Let's bring you this story, of course as of course this we have another super bowl spot for another upcoming movie right here. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here on Sunday as the super bowl spot for Creed 3 teases Adonis Creed's clash with his childhood friend. Adonis Creed's next big fight comes in Creed 3 and the super bowl spot teases his battle with the childhood friend. <clears throat> MGM released the extended version of the big game spot, of course on on, uh, on Sunday and you and here you'll be able to check it out right here. we'll go through, we'll check it out in just a moment. The film releases on March 3rd and is directed by Michael B. Jordan from a script by Keegan Kugler and Zach Balin. It does star Jordan as well as Tessa Thompson, Jonathan Majors, Wood Harris, Mila Davis Kent, Flor- Florian Mutineow, and Felicia Rashad and is described as follows. After dominating the boxing world, Adonis Creed, played by Michael B. Jordan, has been thriving in both his career and family life. When a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy Damian, played by Jonathan Majors, resurfaces after serving a long sentence in prison, he is eager to prove that he deserves his shot in the ring. Face-off between former friends is more than just a fight. To settle the score, Adonis must put his future on the line to battle Damian, a fighter, who has nothing to lose. And we will post this also as well in the entertainment uh, cavalcade page so everyone can take a look at it as well. Well, So we look looking forward to a couple of movies coming out here this year. As we said, Creed 3 will be coming out on March 3rd, and the new Indiana Jones movie, The Dial of Destiny, coming out on June 30th. Jeremy Thomas posted this on Sunday as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer teases one last ride for the team. The Gardens of the Galaxy are set for their last ride, of course, in May, and the new trailer for the third film previews was to come. Marvel Studios released a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on Sunday, and of course, you check it out. Of course, we'll pull it up in just a moment. The latest MCU film was written and directed by James Gunn, and it does star Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Batista, Karen... And Gillian, Palm Clementiff, also featuring Vin Diesel as Groot, and Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon, as well as Sean Gunn, Chuck Woody, uh, Iwoji, Will Poulter, and Maria Bakalova. We will be releasing on May the 5th. The movie is described as follows. In Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, our beloved band of misfits are sailing into life on nowhere, but it isn't long before they're lives are offended by the echoes of Rocket's turbulent past. Peter Quill still reeling from the loss of Gamora must rally his team around him on a dangerous mission to save Rocket's life. A mission that if not completed successfully could quite possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. So we do have a trailer of course here for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and we will also post that in the Entertainment Cavalcade of course here as well. So everyone will have an opportunity to of course <laughs> Next story, of course, right here. It looks like, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do have another. Looks like we got several, of course, that, that popped up during, the course, the Super Bowl. Jeremy Thomas posted this on Sunday as the Super Bowl spot for Fast 10 pitched Jason Momoa against Vin Diesel. Dominic Toretto is back to his wild stunts in Fast 10 with a new one teased in the Super Bowl spot. Universal Pictures Pictures released a minute-long ad for the upcoming film, which you can check out right here on this page. The ad focuses on Jason Momoma as the new villain, seeking revenge for the death of his father at Dom's hands in Fast 5. and includes more physics and defying... And more physics and more defined action sequences. Fast, Fast X, as you know, is directed by Louis Leterrier with a script by Justin Lin, Zach Dean, and Dan Mazow. It does star Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Jason Momoma, Natalie Nath- 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 Emmanuel, Jordana Brewster, John Cena, Jason Statham, Sung King, Alan Richson, Dan- Daniela Melicor, and Scott Eastwood with Helen Mirren, as well as uh, Charlize Theron, uh, Brie Larson, and Rita Rita Moreno. Released on May 19th, it is described as follows. Over many missions and against impossible odds, Dom Toretto, played by Vin Diesel, and his family have outsmarted, outnerved, and outdriven every foe in their path. Now they confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced, a terrifying threat emerging from the shadows of the past who's fueled by blood revenge and who is determined to shatter this family and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. In 2011's Fast Five, Dom and his crew took took out nefarious Brazilian drug kingpin Hernan Reyes and decapitated his empire on a bridge in Rio de Janeiro, what they did know was that Ray's son, Dante, who was, of course, Jason Momoa from Aquaman. Aquaman witnessed it all and has spent the last 12 years masterminding a plan to make Dom pay the ultimate price. Dante's plot will scatter Dom's family from Los Angeles to the catacombs of Rome, from Brazil to London. <laughs> Excuse me. And from Portugal to Antarctica, new allies will be forged and old enemies will resurface. But everything changes when Dom discovers that his own eight-year-old son, who is Leo Abello Perry from Blackish, is the ultimate target of Dante's vengeance. And look, at we thought we were going to get to probably display the the trailer, but apparently, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. So we will try to see if we can't locate locate that. If we can't. And I will apologize about that, even though I did say that we would be able to to post it, apparently it looks like right now. That is not the case, but we'll, we'll work on that and try to get it up as soon as we can. Another Super Bowl spot, ladies and gentlemen, for another upcoming movie. Jeremy Thomas posted this on Sunday as the character Mirage shines in the Super Bowl spot for Transformers Rise of the Beast. Transformers Rise of the Beast arrives in theaters in June and the Super Bowl spot for the game puts the spotlight on Mirage. Paramount Pictures released the 30-second spot for the big game, and you can check it out, of course, right here. The film is directed by Stephen Capel, Capel Jr. and stars Anthony Ramos, Dominique Fishback, Toby N- Nigui, uh, also Peter Cullen, who's the voice of Optimus Prime, Ron Perlman, Peter Dinklage, Michelle Yeo, Liza Koshy, John DiMaggio, David Sobloff, Michaela J. Rodriguez, P. Davidson, and Christo Fernandez is releasing on June 9th. It is described as follows. Return to, to the action spectacle that has captured moviegoers around the world. Transformers Rise of the Beast will take audiences on a 1990s globetrotting adventure with the Autobots and introduce a whole new breed of Transformer: the Maximals to the existing battle on Earth between Autobots and Decepticons. We will post this Super Bowl spot for Transformers Rise of the Beast on the Entertainment Cavalcade page as well, so you can go back and check it out, of course, as well. Our next story right here, folks, came out on Sunday from Jeremy Thomas as Ezra Miller breaks the DC universe in the trailer for The Flash. The trailer for The Flash has arrived with Ezra Miller's Barry Allen trying to put the universe that he broke back together. Warner Brothers released a trailer, of course, during the Super Bowl, and you can check. Check it out, of course, right here on this page. The trailer features Barry, played by Ezra Miller, trying to save the universe in which his mother is still alive, only to end up trapped in a universe where superheroes don't exist. That makes Earth a prime target for Zod, who, of course, played by Michael Shannon and Man of Steel. Two Berries must then team up with the universe's Batman, played by, of course, of one and only Michael Keaton, to stop Zod, though he also has help in Kara Zor-El, also known as Supergirl played by Sasha Kelly. The film was directed by Andy Muschietti, from a script by Christina Hodson. It does star Miller, Kelly, Shannon, Ron Livingston, <clears throat> Mar- Maribel Verdue, Kiersey Clemens, Andrzej Trout, and of course Michael Keaton. And does release on June 16th. It is described as Sorry about that here, folks. Um, we're, we're trying to. There we go. Worlds collide in the flash when Barry uses the super, superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. When his attempt to save his family inadvertently alters the future barry becomes trapped in reality in which general zod has returned threatening an annihilation and there are no superheroes to turn to as unless barry can coax a very different batman out of retirement and rescue an imprisoned kryptonian i bet not the one that he's looking for ultimately to save the world that he is in and return to the future that he knows barry's only hope is to race for his life but will making the ultimate sacrifice be enough to reset the, the universe now, ladies and gentlemen, we may already have we we may already have this trailer up. It may be a different one, but we'll post it. We'll post this one here anyway. But we did we did post a trailer for this movie in the Entertainment Cavalcade here several days ago. Um, but this one may be coming from 411 Mania itself. So we'll we will definitely post that one. <clears throat> so uh, everybody will get a better understanding of that. Of that, and w- our last story right here, folks. Jimmy, Tom- posted this on Sunday. Of course, the, four, the box office report from Four Eleven Mania, as Magic Mike's Last Dance takes number one with a quiet start. Of course, I will. I will go ahead and mention. Of course, one little thing here. Um, I will go ahead and, and mention mention this. Of course, right here. The box office will get a much needed jolt next this coming weekend as Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania opens with the MCU film targeting around $110 million for the weekend. Liam Neeson is back as well for the noir thriller called Marlowe, which will open in the low single digits. So that's a couple, definitely, definitely of course, a couple to look out for right there. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you, of course, this past weekend top 10 in the box office. Number one, Match at Mike's Last Dance, 8.2 million this past weekend, and that's what it's made total, but it's also done 18.6 million dollars worldwide. Number two, Avatar, the way of the water, 6.9 million this past weekend, 646.9 million dollars total, and 2.213 billion worldwide. Number Three Titanic 6.4 million this past weekend, $665.8 million total, and $2.216 million worldwide. Number four eighty for Brady, $6 million this past weekend, $25 million total, and also worldwide. Number five, knock at the cabin, $5.5 million this weekend, $23.4 million total and $36.8 million worldwide. Number six, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, also $5.5 million this past weekend, $158.5 million total, and $393.7 million worldwide. Number seven, A Man Called Otto, $2.6 million this past weekend, $57.4 million total, and $92.2 million worldwide. Number eight, Missing, $2.6 million this past weekend, and that's what's done total and worldwide so far. Number nine, Megan, $2.4 million this past weekend, $90.9 million total, and $165.6 million worldwide. Number 10, The Movie Plane, $1.2 million this past weekend, $30.8 million total, and $43 million worldwide. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with some of your pop culture stories. Of course, I want to thank, you, of course, as always, our friends at CNN and also, of course, 411 Mania for allowing us to bring these stories here to you tonight. <clears throat> 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141 387 three87 pound This is, of course, episode number 338 of WCWS outside the ropes here for, like I said, Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. It is 7.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, right here with you. rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, ladies and gentlemen, of course, is getting set, uh, of course, prepared mm-hmm. here in about an hour's time to check out AEW Dynamite. And we will definitely be talking about that, as well as, of course, Last uh, reviewing last night's NXT. Also, of course, any available, uh, any of course wrestling, uh, wrestling news, and also your wrestler your 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 take of your wrestling and pop culture history from both myself and the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, will be brought to you tonight on episode 1,260 of Revolution, one three eight zero five five pound. Coming up here, of course. <clears throat> coming up here, of course, here tonight at nine o'clock, of course. One three eight zero five five pound. Here, of course, part of the radio network on TalkShoe.com. Uh, dot com. <clears throat> and now, ladies and gentlemen, let us go ahead here and bring you, of course, uh, what's hap- what has happened. What, of course, did take place? Of course, in pop culture history, of course, for today. Let's give us a moment here. I would try to get this, of course, all pulled up. Uh, okay, here we go. Of course, your general pop culture history, as well as as that, of course, coming from uh, movies, television, music, music, and also, of course, uh, sports well we get that pulled up ladies and gentlemen we'll also point out you still have time to of course get any last minute votes in of course for the remainder of our triple threat prediction title challenge of course as of course you know this weekend of course New Japan's Battle in the Valley and also WWE's Elimination Chamber will be taking place of course on Saturday so you still have an opportunity to, of course, get your votes in. Of course, for any of the matches, of course, that we have posted on there. <clears throat> now, I'm sure, as we said, some may be, of course, kind of mixed in with one another. Recall we were just adding matches on as we went. Keep in mind that, of course, the NJP, the IWGP World Heavyweight Title match, of course, was just made official. Um, that was been posted. As well as of course the match between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar for Elimination Chamber. Those two matches have been added on, so that way they'll be you can go ahead and vote on them, of course, at your convenience. But you're having to, of course, Saturday to of course get those votes in, of course, as well. Just keep in mind several several championships, of course, will be up for grabs. So far, ladies and gentlemen, as a result of the NWA said. Portion of our prediction title challenge because they added a match last Saturday uh, before we had an opportunity to add it on for everyone to vote. Everyone, of course, involved in the title challenge did receive one point. So right now it is, of course, a 12-way tie right now with one point each. So so get those, get those votes in, of course, here as soon as you possibly can. Like I said, if you haven't voted, for the Battle in the Valley event or, of course, the Elimination Chamber. Please get those votes in, of course, as soon as possible. Now, here we go with some of your other moments right here in pop culture history for today, February 15th. On a state in 399 B.C., philosopher Socrates is sentenced to death by the city of Athens for corrupting the minds of the youth and the city and for, imp- and, and for empathy. On a state in 590 A.D., Coruscant II, the last great Sassanian king, is crowned king of Persia. On a state in 1763, Austria, Prussia, and Saxony signed the Treaty of Hubertsburg, marking the end of the French and Indian War and the Seven Years' War. On a state in 1989, Soviet military occupation of of, of Afghanistan ends as the last Soviet troops Across the Soviet-Afghan border. On a day in 2001, the first draft of the complete human genome is published in the journal known as Nature. And on a day in 2003, it estimated six to eleven million people around the world take to the streets to protest against the war with Iraq. Today, in music history, movies and television history. Excuse me. On a day in 2005. YouTube, the internet site on which videos may be shared and viewed by others, is officially launched in the United States. So, ladies and gentlemen, so, eight, so YouTube is 18 years old here today. So, congratulations. Today, in music history on the state in 1941, Duke Ellington first records the song Take the A Train. And today, in sports history on the state in 1932, as a member of the... Of, of, gold medal-winning United States four-man bobsleigh team at Lake Placid. Eddie Egan, who won the boxing gold in Antwerp in 1920, becomes the only Olympian to win gold medals at both summer and winter games in different sports. On a say in 1903, the first teddy bear is introduced in America. was made by Morris and Rose Mictum. I believe they actually named this, the teddy bear in honor of President Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt, I'm not mistaken. I, I could be wrong about that, but you never know. Some birthdays to speak of on this <clears throat> on this day. Of course, Galileo, famed astronomer, was born on the state in 1564. He would pass away in 1642. Cyrus McCormick was born on this day in 1809. He would pass away in 1884 susan b anthony ladies and gentlemen who of course um of course was one of those that was definitely of course trying to lead the way towards women's rights was born on the state in 1820 she would pass away in 1906 ernest shackleton was born on the state in 1874 he would pass away in 1922 legendary actor john barrymore of course a very uh, of course um I believe he would be considered, I believe, one. I think a one uh, grandfather. I believe I believe he was one of the grandfathers of current actress Drew Barrymore. It was born on the state in 1882. He would pass away in 1942. And legendary actor Cesar, Cesar Romero, of course, a lot of people may remember him in the 1960s Batman TV series when he played the Joker. It was born on the state in 1907. He would pass away in 1994. Some other birthdays to speak of. Uh, Graham Hill, I believe he was a legendary auto racer, was born on the state in 1929. He would pass away in 1975. The horse known as Seattle Slough was born on the state in 1974. He would pass away in t- 2002. Sim- the creator of the Simpsons, Matt Groening, today turns 69. Legendary hockey star, Jeremy or Jagar today turns 51 Brandon boy turns 47 and musician Megan the stallion today turns 28 on a date in 1967 the longest dream or REM sleep on record was done was was <clears throat> was recorded by Bill croskadon in Chicago it was two hours. And 23 minutes. Three, three weddings to speak of on this date. In 1867, Russian novelist Fyodor Dostoevsky, who was 45 at the time, would marry Anna Snekina at Trinity Cathedral in St. Petersburg, Russia. On a stand in 1919, author Maurice Maeterlinck, who was 56 at the time, would marry actress Renee Dahan who was 27 at the time, in Nice, France. It's spelled like the word nice, but it is pronounced Nice, N-I-C-E. And I will say 1943, model Betty Page, who was 19 at the time, would marry her high school sweetheart, Billy Neal, in Gallatin, Tennessee. Some passings in the world of history. Ferdinand II passed away in 1637. Henry Addington passed away, on his, passed away in 1844. H.H. H. Asquith passed away in 1928. Me- legendary musician Nat King Cole passed away in 1965. Legendary entertainer Ethel Merman passed away in 1984. And PJ O'Rourke passed away just last year. As as we said, of course, talking about Nat King Cole, like I said, passed away on the stage in 1965. Of course, sure, he had unique talent and a golden voice. But, of course, as, as Nat King Cole, who, like we said, sadly passed away on this day, was to discover that wasn't enough for American racist. Unfortunately, that is still, of course, that is, of course, still, unfortunately, the something going on here today. On the state in, excuse me. Sorry about that. On a state 1927, the silent film called It is released in the United States, starring Clara Bow. On a state in 1932, George Burns and Gracie Allen debut as regulars on The Guy Lombardo Show. On a date in 1936, Sonja, Sonja Henel, Henny of Norway becomes the most successful Olympic figure skater ever by winning her third consecutive gold medal at the Garmisch Parton Kitchen Winter Games does defeat Cecilia College of Great Britain by 6.4 points. On the day 1939, Lillian Hellman's play The Little Foxes premieres in New York City. Three moments on this day in 1950. First off, KENS-TV Channel 5 in San Antonio, Texas, a CBS affiliate, begins broadcasting. Walt Disney's animated film Cinderella would premiere in Boston. And WSYR, now known as WTSTM, TV Channel 3 in Syracuse, New York, an NBC affiliate, begins broadcasting. And on the state in 1954, WRDW TV Channel 12 in Augusta, Georgia, a CBS affiliate, would begin their broadcasting as well. Some birthdays, as we said. <clears throat> John Barrymore, like I said, was born on the date in 1882. He would pass away in 1942. Cesar Romero was born on this date in 1907. He would pass away in 1994. Simpsons, Simpsons creator Matt Groening today turns 69. And comedian and actor Chris Farley, of course, best known for several movies including Black Sheep and Tommy Boy, of course, also best known for of course portraying so many wonderful characters on Saturday Night Live, was born on this date in 1964. He would pass away in 1997. And if you didn't have it, heard it, ladies and gentlemen, when Adam Sandler, not too long ago, hosted Saturday night live, he actually did a song in tribute to Chris Farley, which I thought was really neat. And two passage, ladies and gentlemen, Ethel Merman passed away on the state in 1984. And Kevin Smith was p- passed away on the state in 2002 several weddings ladies and gentlemen number one 1919 as we said author maurice Maeterlinck would marry actress renee Dehon and niece france 1943 betty page would marry billy neal in gallatin tennessee on the state of 1958 los angeles Dodgers broadcaster Vin scully who was 30 at the time would marry model joan crawford but not the actress joan crawford there's another joan crawford who was 20 years old at the time. This was in California, does not specify where exactly. And on state 1996, Chinese actress Gong Li, who was 30 at the time, would marry Singapore-born businessman U Ho Siong, who was 46 at the time, at Singapore's Registry of Marriages. Now let's go to your music history and birthdays, of course, right here. On its date in 1686, Jean-Baptiste Lully's opera Armide premieres in Paris. On a date in 1941, two moments in 1941. First off, Duke, Duke Ellington first records Take the A-Train. And also, ladies and gentlemen, Greek-American Greek and American singer Maria Callas makes her professional opera debut at, as Beatrice in Franz von Cuppé's Boca Chio at the Olympia Theater in Athens, Greece. On a state in 1947, Topoliski of Notre Dame closes at Century Theater in New York City after 60 performances. On a state in 1964, Beatles, the al- Beatles album Meet the Beatles. It was number one and it stays there for 11 weeks. On a state in 1965, John Lennon passes his driving test. On a state in 1979, The 21st Grammy Awards takes place as Billy Joel's song Just the Way You Are and the song A Taste of Honey win at this event. And on the stage in 2016, the 58th annual Grammy Awards, the best song was Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran, and the best album was 1989 by Taylor Swift. Some birthdays in the world of music, Brandon Boyd turns 47, and Megan the Stallion turns twenty-eight. And some passings, Nat King Cole passed away on the state in 1965, and Ethel Merman passed away on this date in 1984. Now, let's check your sports history and birthdays right here. On the state in 1905, the first race meet at Oaklawn Park, which would be in Hot Springs, Arkansas, would take place. On a state, of 1916, New York Yankees buy Frank Home Run Baker from the Athletics for thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. 1921, Arthur Maley completes nine for one twenty-one versus England, an Australian Test cricket record. On a state, of 1930, the Winona Mustangs beat the Toluca Wildcats in an Illinois basketball tournament in ten overtimes, twenty-six to twenty-two. On a date in 1931, Spring Training site of the New York Yankees in St. Petersburg is renamed Miller Huggins Field in honor of the team's late manager. And three moments, of course, <clears throat> in 1932. First off, American brothers Hubert and Curtis Stevens beat the eight-nation field to win the two-man bobsled gold medal at the late Placid Winter Olympics. Also, as a member of the of of the gold medal-winning U.S. four-man bobsled team at Lake Placid. Eddie Egan, who won the gold for boxing in Antwerp in 1920, becomes the only Olympian to win gold medals at both the summer and winter games in different sports. And also, Australia beat South Africa in cricket by innings in five hours, 53 minutes playing time. Some birthdays to speak of. Alfred Carlton Gilbert was born on the state in 1884. He would pass away in 1961. Graham Hill was born on the state in 1929. He would pass away in 1975. The horse known as Seattle Slough was born on the state in 1974. He would pass away in 2002. And hockey great Jeremy Jagger today would turn today turns 51. Some passings in the world of sports. I want to say, nineteen forty-six, Cornelius Johnson, a high jumper born right here in America, who won the Olympic gold in nineteen thirty-six, would die from broncho pneumonia at the age of thirty-two. The last three of this, ladies and gentlemen, all took place on the same day here in nineteen sixty-one. Dudley Richards, a figure skater born right here in America, who won the U.S., he was a U.S. Paris champion in nineteen sixty-one, would die in a plane crash at the age of twenty-nine. Lawrence Owen, a figure skater, a U.S. and North American champion. Also, I believe this was the same plane crash, uh, would would die in this plane crash at the age of only 16. And Bell Vinson, a figure skater, a nine-time U.S. national champion and coach, would also die. Of course, I believe this might be the same plane crash at the age of 49. As we said, two weddings. First off, I want to say 1958, Ben Scully, the broadcaster for the Dodgers, would marry uh, Joan Crawford. As we said, this was not the actress. This was a much younger lady named Joan Crawford in California. And I want to say 1991, baseball superstar George Brett, who was 37 at the time, would marry Leslie Davenport in Manhattan Beach, California. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with some of your pop pop culture, history, and birthdays. And we will definitely, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely, of course, ladies and gentlemen, bring this back here to you again on 1260, a revolution coming up here in less than two hours. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we have, let's see, as we try to get you up to date here, folks, <sighs> Let's see. In our first wrestling story here, ladies and gentlemen, to bring you. We'll try to repeat some of these on Revolution coming up. Uh, this evening, Joseph Lee posted this story tonight. As Tony Khan says, MGF is difficult to work with, but he praises his ability. In an interview with KNC Masterpiece via Fightful, A.W. CEO Tony Khan said that the company's world champion is difficult to work with but is a great in-ring wrestler he praised mjf's match with kt on last week's dynamite he said he's one of the most dislikable people there is he elicits that emotion for a lot of people he's a very challenging personality and very hard to work with but he's a great professional wrestler we saw it last week that incredible match to kick off championship fight night on dynamite mjf is a great wrestler he showed it out there one on one against, of course, KT. It'll be the ultimate test for a champion for a pro wrestler, of course, on March fifth at Revolution in the main event. Of course, a sixty minute Iron Man match where MJF goes one on one with the greatest technical wrestler in the world, maybe the greatest technical wrestler of all time, the American Dragon Brian Danielson. MJF, if you don't like him, get ready to see him get pushed to the ultimate test of punishment. We'll see what kind of wrestler and champion he is. Knowing as a fan, you're going to see Brian Danielson wrestle for 60 minutes. What a treat! So, we'll definitely be looking forward to that. I'm sure a lot of people will definitely prefer to have Brian Danielson as the champion rather than MJF. Our next story, right here Joseph Lee posted this story tonight as Cody Rhodes gets the highest rated quarter on Raw for the second week in a row. While the viewership and ratings both dropped for this week's episode of Raw, one wrestler has been able to bring eyeballs to his segments. According to Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, Cody Rhodes has the highest quarter this week, the second week in a row that has happened. Rhodes' segment with Sami Zayn, which had no commercial break, drew 3,080,000 viewers, and a 0.53 rating in the key 18 to 49 demographic. Rhodes also had the high quarter last week for a segment with Paul Heyman, which had 2,027,000 viewers. This means that on a show that, that overall was down from last week, Cody and Sammy actually drew more viewers for the, his segment this week than last. Overall, the, the episode had 1.812 million viewers and a 0.47 rating. <sighs> Of course, Brandon Thurston, who, of course, you can check out his Twitter account, at Brandon Thurston, says quarter hour with quarter Sammy Zayn, Cody Rhodes, in- in-ring segment was the high point of Raw. 2,080,000 viewers and a 0.53 18 to 49 rating. Almost certainly benefiting it. It was the only quarter without a traditional or PIP ad break. That's two weeks in a row for C- Cordy in the high quarter. So obviously, of course, that's something that WWE seems to be getting right. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our last story right here, which came out today as Michael Hayes, Mike Tenay, and others paid tribute to, of course, Jerry Jarrett. As previously reported, TNA founder Jerry Jarrett sadly passed away yesterday at the age of 80. Tributes continued to come in, including from Michael Hayes, Mike Tenet, and more. Hayes wrote, the loss of Jerry Jarrett is something that should be revered. Jerry beat all the odds and became the guy. Jerry allowed us to play the Freebird song, Unbelievable. He's the man, can't be followed. Mike Tanay says, the first day I met Jerry Jarrett, he called his wife Deborah and said, we are having a guest for dinner, really enjoyed the time I spent with him. I always appreciate his stories and the chance to pick his brain. Rest in peace. Of course, we did read the tweet. Of course, of Michael Hayes, his Twitter account is at Michael P S Hayes one. If you wish to check that out, Eric Bishop, which is at E Bishop, you can you can check out his tweet, which says, "Prayers up to Jerry Jarrett and his family. R I P Jerry." And Pat Wrestling posted the tweet on their Twitter account a very rare on-air TNA appearance by Jerry Jarrett from our first anniversary event in 2003. Also, of course, Mike first Okay, you check out what I read here earlier from him, at Real Mike Tenet, Gary Michael Capetta, which is at Gary Capetta, he wrote, Condolences to the Jarrett family on the passing of family patriarch, Jerry Jarrett. Few in wrestling have been as successful as evidenced by his TV wrestling show, Dominating the hashtag Memphis media market resulted in regularly impressive live event gates. Mr. Jarrett was 80 years old. Elijah Burke, which his Twitter handle is at, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, which is at the Black Pope posted this yesterday, which he says, starting to hear about the passing of Jerry Jarrett. I'm grateful throughout my career to have, to have had the chance to meet. Great and shake the hand. This legendary individual who will be remembered for his creative mind and contributions to the world of wrestling. Hashtag RIP Jerry Jarrett. Dixie Carter at TNA Dixie wrote on her Twitter account, heartbroken to hear about the loss of at Jerry Jarrett, what an incredibly instrumental figure in the history of professional wrestling in so many ways. Sending love and prayers to his precious wife, Deborah. It was Jeff Jarrett. Jeff jennifer jason and his entire family it's a sad day for wrestling ron killings of course we know him as our truth his twitter handle at ron killings posted this very heartbroken to hear the passing of jerry jarrett my condolences to his family at star maker bowen posted on his twitter account i'm so devastated to get the news today about my longtime friend and legendary promoter jerry he was always the nicest man ever to me my heart goes out to the at real Jeff Jarrett (sighs) and his family Jerry paved the way and tutored me King Dutch JC and countless others R.I.P. Jerry the blue meanie posted Sad to learn the passing of wrestling legend Jerry Jarrett. My thoughts go out to his family. Uh, Bill Behrens, at William barons posted this. 1993, Jerry called me, and that led to my career in professional wrestling. Because of Jerry Jarrett, I worked in USWA, WWF, WCW, and TNA. Without Jerry Jarrett, my life would, be, would have been very different. I would have never met the people most important to me. Thank you, Jerry. Rest in peace. Brian Solomon, at Brian R. Solomon posted one of the greatest promoters, greatest bookers, and greatest wrestling minds the business ever produced. Jerry Jarrett accomplished something truly special, building one of wrestling's most beloved territories ever. No one knew how to create heat like this man. Hashtag RIP Jer- Jerry Jarrett. PCO at uh, PCO was not human. Posted this on his Twitter account. My sympathies to at real Jerry. Jarrett and all of his family. So ladies and gentlemen, a lot of great, uh, a lot of great, of course, uh, tributes, of course, for <coughs> a lot of great, of course, tributes there to the late Jerry Jarrett. As you know, like I said, he did pass away yesterday at the age of 80 years old. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I will, and of course, we will repeat those stories on Revolution later this evening. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for listening to episode 338 of WCWS Outside the Ropes. We always emphasize, folks, be sure to check out all of our pages, of course, on Facebook, in which we have a lot of stuff going on to to look at, pick up, watch, view, watch, you know, know, uh, comment on and everything like that. We'd love to hear any of your thoughts and comments. About everything that we do, in fact, of course, post. <clears throat> so be sure to check out all of our pages, of course, on Facebook, and I'll be sure to check out all, all of our sh- past episodes on Talk Shoe. We'd love to hear your personal thoughts and opinions about some of those shows that we, of course, have done over over the ever since two, 2015. We'll be back with episode 1260 of Revolution. Coming up here, of course, tomorrow. Uh, coming up here, of course, in about an hour and a half. So be sure to listen, listen, listen for that. Then one three eight zero five five pound. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, continue to go to the pay per view prediction center fourth down Facebook page. If you have not voted yet for any of the, uh, if you have not voted for, of course, for any of the matches, of course, for this Saturday's New Japan battle in the Valley and or, of course, WWE's Elimination Chamber. Be sure to get those those matches, of course. Get those votes in, of course, as soon as possible. Because, like I said, if you do vote and you're right, of course, you may earn a point here and everything of that nature. And, like I said, you'll be placed into some very unique matches, which, of course, like I said, we are going to try to include some of our new belts, of course, stemming from our MLWS Tribute Group. So be sure to, of course... Uh, uh, be sure to, of course, get get your name in the hat here for some of that here, of course, as soon as possible. Please take care and please stay safe out there, folks. Let's continue to say a prayer, of course, here uh, for the many people affected by the uh, earthquake last week in Turkey and Syria. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as we did here just a little while ago, uh, let's say our give our thoughts and prayers, of course, to the many family, friends, and fans. Of legendary actress Raquel Welch, who sadly passed away today at the age of 82, of course here in Los Angeles after a very after a very long illness. Uh, one of a true, a, a truly a, one of the best, greatest actresses, of course, of all time. Of course, it has been entertaining the world for about 50, 60 years. But our thoughts and prayers definitely go out, of course, to her, to her family, friends, and fans here. Of course, over her sudden passing, of course. <clears throat> Thank you, Miss Welch, of course, for providing of course some of the best moments, of course, in cinematic history. Please take care and please stay safe out here, folks. Remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the WCW U.S., radio network please take care please stay safe and we'll be back with revolution at nine o'clock one three eight zero five five pound take care and stay safe